0: Thank you for joining World of Truths. We're here to be real and talk about controversial topics and address it from a biblical point of view. Being the voice of young outlets in a world where traditional, cultural, and modern views has brought a lot of confusions. Our intent is to bring light and truth to these confusions with the help of the Word of God. Welcome to Wall of Truth. We're excited to be here again. I'm excited to be with my boys and share again one more experience, one more topic about life, you know, bring this. This conversation to the topic how are you guys doing today
1: doing good good, good. really good. Good. good good Yeah, we're doing we're doing fine and
2: what
0: up, people <laughs> what, up, what
2: up? we're back with another
0: anger with the word I <laughs> uh, hope uh, everybody out there is doing good too um so what do we have today Sean? yeah today we're going to be talking about a topic everyone
1: would love to hear actually I already said I already said the word and we're going to be talking about love. Let's go. know uh, the four letter word. Yes. It's, you know? Yes. I know it's vast, but we're just going to, you know, bite, bite into it from different angles. We may even, you know, spring off in different directions. We just want to talk about, you know, this this big word
0: love. I know, uh, I think when I think about love, I, I feel like it's it's a word that is used mostly, but sometimes underestimated. You know, people uh we sometimes forget to go into the deeps of the, the word. We're going to, what is love? You know, some people don't have, the, you know, the meaning of love, and you know, like they don't exp- like experience the love in itself. So it's interesting that we'll talk
1: about it today. Right. Yeah. I, I like that you mentioned that because I am guilty as well. Sometimes I would use love, you know, for the most random thing, just because I've been influenced by the society to throw the word love everywhere but we would like to dive a little bit deeper into what love actually means
0: cool say i love soccer i love playing i love playing this or i love watching this i love like use love almost like every day every day but you right. can't have a conversation without using the word love right at least for me right. i can can't remember the day where i didn't talk to i mean i talked to someone without using the word love in itself. It's
1: it's probably one of the most overused word right. words in you know, in history, period. And it just takes the value away from
2: the actual meaning. Right. You know? Because man, it's uh carries a lot of weight, has a lot of debt and um just like a lot of stuff, like you really love something, that's a question for everybody yeah. and we're gonna go into that. So brace yourself.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that uh love is actually the the foundation is the foundation of Christianity. Christianity is based on love. But God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, who so believes in him. We know that verse, right? Right. So and I know our guy. Yeah, I was about to say about our guy, our, our
1: dead God, of Gone. And yeah, it. our dictionary guy should give us milk. What's the what's the dictionary meaning for love? Yes. So <clears throat> I have the dictionary meaning
3: of love here. So mm-hmm. it says love. Um uh, noun an intense feeling of deep affection um there's other another uh for verb it says feel deep affection for someone mm-hmm. yeah, okay. so they give a meaning for the noun and the verb, so yeah. uh the first one is an intense feeling of deep affection, which is a noun, and then the the verb side of things is feel deep affection. For someone, so the someone
1: is in brackets. Okay. Uh, do you want to also check what affection? means? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be good. Yes. So affection means a
3: gentle feeling of fondness or liking. Mm. gentle, the gentle. I love that.
2: Very gentle.
0: Yeah. Um. Speaking about love, how does why is love so important how does why as we Christians should should we care about loving why why is it part of the equations of being a Christian
2: Yeah um I mean it, it, it's um I I really think it's one of the most important thing just because when you look at um like the 10 commandments um there's a passage in the Bible where somebody was um don't remember specifically, but I was having a conversation with I don't know if it was um, Jesus Himself or or maybe one of the disciples, but it was asking what, out of all these ten commandments that you have given, which one is the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it it's something along the lines of, um, well, number one, love God with all your heart, and but he also said with that, love your neighbor just as yourself, right? Which means like, hey, if you love God with everything it's impossible to not love your neighbor the same way as you love yourself. Um, but when you think about it, it's like, man, really just being in love with God, like, I think, knowing who He is. And then how do you translate that to, like, your society, your work, your job, like, your everyday life?
0: In other terms, the Ten Commandments in itself wouldn't make sense if love is not part of it. There you go. Because that's the basics of the Ten Commandments. Right. Also let's look at it from just a logical mm-hmm. perspective,
1: right? I think it is love is wired in everyone's DNA. It's wired in human nature. Um it's one of those emotions that comes with us from birth. And why would I say this? You know, some people would say, well, I don't think I feel love or I don't think I feel someone's love, okay? If you point out someone who would almost seem like they have zero love, you'll probably be saying, Oh, I know one Hitler. Right? Yeah, Hitler may not have love for people. But if you come to think about it, he had a wife and kids. Not only that, mm-hmm. he also loves power. Yeah. So there is always love wired in everyone's DNA. The question is, what do you love? Or who do you love? But well, love seems to be wired in everyone's DNA. Just naturally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a natural inscription in our body. Like, we are tend or prone to love things. Or, you know, like it says, have affection for things. If you break down the word in self, it's affection. There's that gentle thing where, you're like, okay, I have interest in this and I feel this gentle attraction. So, that's pretty much love. But, you know. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah. Um. So, like, oh, I don't know if you want that to go ahead, but good I'm just, just a question of, like, um, what people would probably say is, like, um, is love a feeling? Right. Or is it just something that you don't necessarily have to feel? So you right. can still
0: love. So, like, is, is love an emotion or a feeling? Can you put it that way?
3: Oh, no. I think it's pretty much the same.
2: Pretty
0: much the same? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I guess the question is, like, um, is love a feeling? Because um, if if we were to go that route of okay, love is a feeling, well
1: you don't feel a lot of things every time, right? Yeah. I mean, if we were to go by the definition, the definition literally has feel, so it's a prayer.
2: Yeah. yeah, but but also it's like if it's a feeling, can you command something that's a feeling? can you command somebody to
0: like be happy you know what I'm like just like, come you control that feeling you know oh you mean do you control someone else's feeling no, no like do you control you, do just, you have control of do you have control of your own feeling yeah for example do you have control of over loving something or not
1: well or it just well, let, let some all i guess clarify so good. yeah i think it's just along
2: the lines of like um man if it's a feeling if it's commanded that
3: you do it, I think I'm at yeah okay, so. yeah, I think I get what you're saying, so scripture speaks about how we should you know it's a command, right, love your neighbor as yourself, we know it's a command because it's part of the Ten commandments, right, right. then it instructs husbands to love their wives, right, just like Christ loved love the church, and you know he laid his, uh he gave up himself for the church um um in essence, and you know for for the world. So, here's here's the thing, right? Um, I personally don't think that love is should be defined by a feeling. You can feel love, but like you can choose to love, right? I, you know, it says God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, right? We. I don't think, okay, maybe I can't speak for God, but here's the thing. We weren't doing anything that would have caused God, you know, to be moved by a certain feeling of love. You know, I'm putting two things, like, you know, quotation marks, a feeling of love to kind of die for us. You know, we didn't deserve, like, we didn't deserve his love. Because we we're just so far off, you know, we we're just mm-hmm. insane, you know. And scripture goes on by saying that while we're still sinners, Christ gave His life up for us, and so He chose to give His life for us, you know. He chose to lay His life down for, uh, down for us. And so I think love, uh, at least when we speak about the love that scripture speaks about, this is the love that you choose to love the, you know. Uh, you choose to love the person, in a sense. You don't. You're not moved by your feelings. Right. Uh, there are, you know, going to be times when you're going to feel it, you know, an emotion, you know. But um, I think when it comes to love, especially what the Bible speaks about, it shouldn't be something that is detected by our feelings, but rather uh, our obedience to the uh, Word of God and doing what's
1: right. It's like more of a, a commitment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. But then this this is where the type of love comes in. Mm -hmm. There are actually four types of love. Right. And the one we've been talking about a lot is called agape love, God's love, Mm -hmm. which is the unconditional love. love. Every other one is conditional, which means we have control over every other type of love. And, you know, you may ask, what type of love am I talking about? We're talking about... Eros, which is romantic love. We're talking about studge, which is uh, familiar love, love of family. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about brotherly love, which is failure. Mm-hmm. All those three are based on, you know, condition. It, it, they're based on our emotion. We control them. But the one that is not controlled, like Ginny had mentioned, is agape. No one did anything to deserve God giving his only son for us. Okay. But nevertheless, he said he did it out of love for the world. That's Agape. Or that's the word agape. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: So so with what Gina was saying too and also you shown, but um if I understood you correctly, Gina, you you're basically saying that like it's not a feeling but it's uh, like more of an action. Or, or not an action but like a choice. Right. Like
3: you choose to do that regardless of almost like how regardless of how you feel, right? Like you can wake up one day, and feel like, feel like I'm using the word feel. Mm-hmm. I don't love my spouse anymore, right? That don't mean you have to leave her now, right. right? Because God yeah, God is telling you love her for for the rest of your life, yeah. And
2: and there's so many routes you could go with all this. Like it's like okay, whoa. Well, the definition of technically says it's a feeling, but yeah it's like um it's like way beyond that there's this there's, there's love there's also um like feeling is part of that. I just think it's like way
3: more than that. I think the feeling part comes so the way I see it is there's emotions attached to I guess maybe what Aaron was saying, I think maybe there's like maybe a thin line, uh maybe somebody should pull these two up. About uh, uh, emotions and feelings, mm. I think uh, an emotion. This is just, I guess, for my, for my, for my understanding. Um, there's, I think, they could actually be different because there's a certain emotion associated
1: with a feeling. Okay, right. But 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 how about this? How about we ask this question for this fundamental question: mm. emotions or feelings? Do you have control over both? uh no well well i, I think you do do yeah, you do because yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, a yes, choice yes yes, yes you, yes, you yes, technically do right it. so so whether you call it emotions or you call it feelings you do have you do have control over it well except for the agape one which junior was explaining that you know it's based on obedience
3: yeah so if you say i feel sad um, so while we're waiting for... Him, Aaron, you're looking... You're looking... you bring that yeah. up. So while I'm... You know, like, it's like... If you say, what emotion do you feel now? Like, could we say that joy... Like, for example, joy is an emotion. Could you feel joyful and that would be an emotion? Or do you say, I feel
0: joyful? So it could be the same day, right? There, there is a difference between emotion and feeling. Okay. It says that, um... Emotions are an, an automatic and psychological response to a stimulus. Mm. So that's like, emo- like, oh, I'm feeling something. Like, it's a res- like a response to a stimulus. Right. While feelings are a conscious experience that involve our interpretation and ev- evaluation of emotions. Uh, exactly. Uh, I was like, how control your emotions?
1: So, which yeah. forms of yeah. feeling. All right, all right. So, okay. so, so, basically,
3: an emotion, an emotion is something kind of like it's a a reaction reaction. yeah right right yes like oh my gosh i feel scared right it's like a reaction yeah it's a reaction and then so that reaction causes the feeling basically
0: so the the feeling is the interpretation
3: of the of of the emotion emotion, yeah Yeah. so you you use let's say you saw something really scary Mm -hmm then there's a reaction Mm. that causes an emotion of fear and then then the feeling is you feel scared yeah Yeah. it's like it's like you see something that's um uh
2: scary and choosing not to be scared
3: yeah okay 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 okay
2: that's your feeling oh i don't feel scared like yeah that's scary but But
3: and and that because you interpreted it to you know like you interpreted it not to be um something that could maybe harm you.
1: Right, I didn't give control over it. And that makes sense that love is defined as feeling because it's something that has to be conscious. Yeah,
0: because Mm -hmm. it even says here, unlike emotions, feelings are often more under our conscious control. Exactly. And can be influenced by our thoughts and action. Exactly. Emotions, you don't have control, but feelings, you have control. Right, that's that's what you're right. That's why i say you have to choose your, your like to love your wife right you know, it's a choice because you wake up even though you don't uh, you know you don't have that emotion mm-hmm. you don't have emotion but you choose to feel you know right. you feel the love yeah, trust but,
3: out. Well, well let's talk about let's talk about this because sometimes people don't feel you know you, you can say like i don't feel like going to school
1: Oh, I don't feel like going to work. True, I don't, you know. Yeah, what of people saying I don't feel. True, they don't feel like going yeah. to school or going really... to work. But they are feeling something else in that same instance. Yes, yeah, they're feeling like not going. Yeah, to, it's right? a feeling. Like... There's a feeling there. Okay. i feeling like not going. True. That's what I'm. Mean, that's what I'm saying. Let's even say let's remove the word "not," right? Let's say okay, you feel blah, or there's an absence of feel for school. Then it means there's an there's a presence of feel for something else. You are always feeling,
3: okay. So, if what if a person says that I don't feel like I love my spouse anymore, how do you you, you get what I'm saying, right? So it's like they're like I don't feel, I just don't, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't have that feeling
0: that I once did. Maybe that's because you know? it says feeling is the interpretation of our emotions. Maybe at that time they feeling uh an emotional um, reject or, like, refusal or, I don't know how to put it, like... Or denial. Denial. And they, they interpret it in a in a way of, like, I feel like I don't know. Baseball. Right, right, right. It's a conscious... You know, we,
1: we've already made it a staple that yeah. it is a conscious decision. So at that moment, they've been thinking about all sorts of things, and they are coming to a conscious Decision that this is the route I want to yes. go from now, or this is how I want to. Mm-hmm.
3: Can I? Yeah. Can I just uh, state something here? I think sometimes, and I, I think with that uh, definition that he gave us about feeling, how it's a conscious. We say it's a conscious what? Uh, feeling is a conscious choice. On the experience. Interpretation of it. Or interpretation. Yes. So here's here's one thing that we have to uh, kind of bring into light here because it's 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 really how can i put it um like the time that we're living in right now like a lot of people you know like you know i've i've spoken to you guys about like the mind and uh, we we we've had many talks about like the mind and and the conscious mind and the subconscious um the more I, lear- I like i read up about this and i i tr- try to study the mind you find that Many times at the day, you know, people are not making conscious decisions. Rather, decisions are being made subconsciously. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And so, therefore, the interpretation of their feelings is not necessarily choices or uh, decisions that they're making right there in the moment, but it's something, it's. Be- it's basically based on their past experiences. Right,
1: that was why you it's know what I'm saying cooking.
3: Yes, it's been spa- cooking for a while. Exactly, and so and so, <clears throat> I think this is kind of one of the ways that um, uh, I personally think this is one of the way that the enemy, you know, um, has infiltrated like you know the lives of many, um, caused bad experiences in people's lives, that um causes them not to um, open up to love anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Correct. Because every time they are faced with love, right, or the idea of perhaps maybe of a relationship, they will always interpret it based on their uh, Experience. past experiences. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They will always exp- uh, uh, interpret it that way. So that, that definition really, really applies to a person who has a sound mind. Correct. A person who has, excuse me, who has overcome the um past negative past experiences you know who, who who can make the conscious decision you know they're aware of this that I'm making the conscious decision to love this person all right and I think when we make that decision to love this person uh, or to lo- you know to, to to just obey the word of God to love God the feeling comes after A feeling
1: can, you know, come after that. Yeah. Yeah. Let let me give an example. Sometimes I'll be doing something with my girlfriend and, you know, she would say, oh, why did you do that even though you don't like it? And I'm like, yeah, I choose to do it. Yes, I do not like it, but... Did you give an example? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I... I try as much as possible to be vague, so that because I don't like putting my business. Yes, oh, of yeah, course, yeah, But just yeah. Just give a random word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know,
3: <laughs> you have to
2: start thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You're talking about love. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. So, for example, I'm very, I'm a very picky eater, right? I don't eat certain things. I only eat certain things, not for medical reasons, but by choice. The choice, yes. Right, and so I grew up. You know just not desiring certain things Mm -hmm. but she grew up used to eating those things Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes i would cook something that involves the things i would naturally not put in yeah not put in my food right and you know she would be like oh whoa you don't like that thing why did you put it and i tell her i did it by choice i don't have to you're right but i chose to and that's because I'm making a conscious
0: decision to just yeah. oppose and, I and make sure both, and sure both of us are okay. And I feel like when that choice is repeated, it becomes like it becomes part of you. Then you grow into it. Exactly it on you, you know. Then it bring, it pulls up the, all the necessary things for you to uh become in love of that thing or that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really how it is. Um, just.
3: Dividing a little bit here, speaking of the mind, you know, I kind of mentioned the conscious mind and subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is our habit, basically, Mm -hmm. um, portion of the mind. This is where all this stuff gets stored in, right? You know, like this is where all these things that you learn, you know, it pretty much gets stored in there. So the the way it basically works is with repetition. So whatever you repeat, you know, Whatever you repeat, I mean, mean, you guys have even heard of muscle memory, you know. How is that the muscle memory? Exactly. So, when you repeat that love, even like, even if you woke up that day like I don't feel like loving this person, if you choosing every single day to love this person, eventually it's gonna sink in. Eventually, that's what you know. Like, you will be telling your body, you telling your brain here that, hey we are deciding, I'm deciding here to love this person. Yeah. And it's going to have, eventually it's going to have no choice but to obey and just be like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
1: And, and that's why I really want us to separate the the type of love because yeah. it's easy for us to, you know, model everything up. And, you know, someone, while we're talking, someone is thinking of their brother, mm-hmm. right, or their sibling. Mm-hmm. Someone else is thinking of their lover, why they are listening to this. And then, you know, someone else is thinking about only God knows, you know, what type of love or what type of relationship that they have. So it's always very nice for us to like say, hey, there is one whereby you have to do obedience. It's very, very, you know, important. For example, romantic love, which is eros, right? Mm-hmm. That is, you know, a world of its own. Mm-hmm. And I would like us to quote some scriptures because, yeah, we've not, yeah. we've not, what does the bible say? yeah what does the bible say yes. right That's the Pope. <laughs> so um if someone is ready to open some scriptures yes. um i have one for romantic love um romantic love was expressed in the bible in song of solomon's chapter 4 actually is, oh, yes. the entire song of solomon oh, okay. yeah <laughs> that is but, if any... but yeah, chapter 4 chapter 4 itself is a letter the others are like poems right Chapter yes. 4 is a pure letter. Yes. So, yeah, someone can read it to us so that, you know, people can know that Christianity is not boring. Christianity gives life. What? Songs of Salomon what? Chapter one? Chapter 4. The entire chapter 4. The entire oh, chapter 4. was a very, you know, romantic... <laughs> I ain't <laughs> I know about I that,
3: I but... Know about them, <laughs> I,
1: I want those the, the bedroom way. The way, somehow. Um...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want us really only for people who are married.
0: Yeah.
3: Let's make it. Let's verify. That. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And um, and and for people that are listening to this that are married, um you know this if you really wanna bring that love back, you yes, know sir. know that know that the Bible's got you. Yes. Yeah. Go to the book. Go to Songs of Solomon and read this. Right, it say so. It's it, it's basically Songs of Songs, right? That's that's what the the title yeah. the title is. Uh, no, the chap the book the yeah. book in the yeah. yeah that's what it's called. So here, uh, I'm gonna read for you guys. I don't think I have the nice <laughs> romantic voice that uh, <laughs> Sean Sam was talking about, but here we go. <clears throat> so it says. Uh, The title, I'm reading from the ERV, and the title says, He speaks to her. So this is the man here speaking to the his lady, right? Mm -hmm. Says, My darling, you are so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, you are beautiful. Your eyes are like doves under your veil. Your hair is long and flowing, like little goats dancing down the slopes of Mount Gilead. Your teeth are white like Ewe's. i don't know what that means but it, it should be it, it's it's probably it's probably something good but anyways uh i iwi's basically is female goats right just so it says your teeth are white like iwi's just coming from the bath they all give birth to twins not one of them has lost a baby your lips are like a red slick thread your mouth is beautiful. Your cheeks under your veil are like two slices of p- pomegranates. <laughs> your neck is long and thin like David's tower. Yeah. That tower was built to be decorated with a, a thousand shields on its wall with the shields of powerful sh- so- soldiers. Your breasts are like twin fawns. <laughs> <laughs> Like twins of a uh, gazelle, feeding among the lilies, I will go to that mountain of mir and to that hill of frankincense, while the day breathes its last breath, yeah, and the shadows run away. That's um. I read till
1: verse six. Did you want me to read the whole? Oh no, no, no. It's fine. Just you know,
0: just yeah. just a teaser. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's there's a lot of. Scriptures that talks about love, you know, in all the aspects, you know, some because we Christians sometimes think love is like, you know, the one directional, just only, like, yeah. yeah, love is good. There's all aspects of love, yeah. But there's one also verse that struck to me like, uh, it's in First John, uh, chapter four, verse seven. It says, "Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves." has been born of God and knows God. So you can't say you're a Christian without you having love. You know? Love is the main, you know, abstinence the main essence of our Christianity life and what God has. For He says he loves us first, so we have to love others, you know. Right. You can be a Christian, be like, I only love this person, but this person I want to love. You have to love everybody just the same way as Jesus loves us. And once you do that, you reflect God, you know? Yeah, so,
2: yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, I was just even think, thinking about uh, maybe anybody that's even listening or, like, um, just, like, you know, how when you come from a family or just, like, an upbringing that doesn't necessarily, like, reflect love, right? You know how some people probably don't have the most healthiest, um, you know, home environment, and then they grew up, and then it's like, man, follow your emotions, and, like, all these things that the world is like trying at them, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you actually, um, how do you actually express love to people in a healthy way? You know what I mean? Where it's like, man, not what you're used to. Okay, I think Gina got some for us.
3: Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> I think <Okay>. I was- <laughs> no, I was letting you finish.
2: I was just telling you. Uh, but yeah, like just all of that stuff. Just because I, I can kind of relate to that. Like I wouldn't say like in the most healthiest way, but it's like, uh, like. It wasn't just ex- expressed to me, like, I guess, from with what I've known now, right? To really feel loved. Like, some people grew up not
3: feeling loved, right? right? So, I guess, just to kind of explore that a little bit, I my question is, um, what is your definition of love, right? And I think, and the reason I'm asking this is because I feel like everybody, right, despite the definition of love right right what love really is um the definition that we read i feel it's more um pertaining to the world correct right there's some truth to it but like you know it's you know more pertaining to like uh it's the social says yeah yeah and it's more circular um you know when we read about the love of god you know which you mentioned that agape love which is unconditional right um but i feel like everyone based on the uh, background upbringing you know like you mentioned they view love differently right. right right you know they 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 i guess they interpret that that maybe emotion of love the differently right. based on you know on what they they they've been through right or how they were brought up right right and so I, i'm just curious right at least from you guys if you can tell me, just, you know, tell me what, what is your interpretation of love or how did, it, did you used to view love back then, mm-hmm. right? And now that coming to the knowledge of uh, the Word of God and Christ,
1: mm-hmm. what do you see now behold love as? So for, for me, in terms of, you know, Samuel mentioned family or bringing. For me, um, in the family aspect of love, Like how how have I experienced love in my family, and how do I see it now based on the scriptures? Uh, For me, it hasn't changed much, because I think, in my own opinion, my parents did the best to reflect biblical love, family love, um, to me. And I'm going to read what biblical family love um, says. It's in Ephesians chapter one, I think, to verse four. Yeah, to verse four. It says, "Children." Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, for this is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live it long on earth. And ye, fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. So now you may ask me, okay, how does that relate with your you know, family background? that has shaped definition of love in terms of family uh, for you. For me, my parents have always taught me to always obey them and honor them um, regardless of circumstances around me, regardless of, you know, how I perceive what's going on, to always basically meet this definition of loving them, which is in some ways unconditional because it says it's a commandment that you should honor them and so that was what I did growing up yes could I do I have uh scenarios that could have changed that perspective yeah but it never did because I was made aware of this verse and so whenever things happen I always compare it to this and still honor them um as best as I can now for for parents for my parents they don't just provoke us into wrath um, we 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 do things to yeah. get you know spanked. It so you, it's yeah. yeah. So it's more like oh, if I get spanked, I know why I got spanked. I don't just get spanked and then now I'm I'm angry, right? right. And
0: um, because you say you, your question was like, how do we interpret love or how do we see love? Yeah, what is maybe your definition,
3: essence? Yeah, your
0: interpret. Yeah. yeah. My interpretation of love for the longest time, I've related it to the giving, the actions that people do, like for you, like, you know, do stuff for you, help you with things. And that's an aspect of it. But growing into faith, I just thought about, like, love is thinking, like, you know, the Bible says, like, thinking about what you would want someone to do, like, what good thing, you would, like, something good for you that you would want to do someone else to do for you, you do the same for them. That's kind of like the love, the way I understand it. Because I feel like the world in itself has given an open doors for us to interpret love in the wrong way, you know, through, through experience and through things that happen to us, through other people. But if you want to interpret love and make things like we should start off the basics of the Bible, then go off from there. Like the Bible is the outline, outline of how love is It's first doing good for others, loving them, being there for them. And, you know, it's, that's how, like, you know, I interpret love. Going back to the Bible of, like, loving the other person as Jesus, you know, loved us. Doing, uh, not expecting back, you know, doing good, the genuine good is how, you know, you express love and how you become love in a sense. That's how I put it.
1: Yeah, what was the question on you like your 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 background and how you
3: Yeah, um, I guess how you interpret love like and how um I guess like what is for you when when you hear the word love what is kind of like how can you sum it up what is the first thing that comes that comes to your head and um you could also kind of make a contrast of how you used to think love was before you actually um knew Christ and how you think of love now after knowing Christ so
2: yeah yeah, I think for me, it's um, similar to what uh, Aaron was just saying of um, being so servant, right? Um, so, like, just my upbringing, it was it was very, um, like, servant-based. Like, uh, I was just so used to seeing, like, just my, like, the church that I went to and, uh, like, my mom, just being so servant, right? And honestly, for me, I wrestled with that as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid who obviously was, like, very selfish, you know, like, I, I, I loved quality time, mm-hmm. and so, like, that was my idea of love. The moment, which I'm not saying, like, it's bad, like, you seven, um, but I think, like, man, if if you're not getting that quality time as a kid that you want or desire... Balanced. right, with like, balance with maybe your friends or parents or whatever, like, uh, that's, uh, that's, like, a void that gets in you, and it's like, man... That is, it's like love, but that's like a not a full expression of love because there's still like you know my parents in ministry and stuff like they still spending time with the people from church, um. But there's there has to be that balance. Whereas now it's like for me, I, I I've come to terms with like that's also the ministry, of just serving, like, and and I don't even really want to like say like this is like ultimate or like absolute but um i just think it's harder for people who have kids who are in the ministry for their kids to experience love it's just way harder that's just the reality right because of what you're called to um but there's also like a a healthy space of how you can i guess communicate that with with your kids of like hey like i still actually care about just a little little stuff um so with my understanding now like that's what i like that's what I know now, but back then I was definitely like not—I don't even know what's the right word to use—but I was a little just like, man, I wish my dad or my my mom or my parents would spend a little bit more time like with me, just because my own expression of love is basically like quality time, right? And so, it... or giving attention to people.
3: Yeah, and I think what he mentioned here, this could probably go in a different direction too, where we start speaking about—I um, don't know if you guys have heard of love languages. Uh, this is basically how everyone feels um, loved, right? And uh, I, I don't know. I can't really recall how many categories there are. I think there's probably more than four. But, like, some people, it's uh, affirmation. Some people, it's quality time. Some people, it's just, you know, like, uh, affection, you know. Uh, this is how they receive love. This is how they interpret, like, they like, oh, no, this is how I feel loved. And so I think that's probably, you know, uh, uh topic of its own but um i think for me um for me if i can just sum up love now and how i kind of understand it now is one word that i would attach with love is sacrifice for me yeah and um it's just you know our parents everything that they did that sacrifice they did it um they sacrificed their time and the resources because of uh, are not for us, you know what I mean. So and Jesus gave up his body, you know, for us. He sacrificed, right. you know, like he he was he was the ultimate uh, sacrifice for right. us. Um, and so um, yeah, that's that's the way I see I I see love now um, sacrificing. And whenever you think about sacrificing, when somebody says to me bro just sacrifice it and, and you know and get this done it always it always requires you to put something else aside Correct. you know and give your attention to this thing you know what I mean and so that's that's kind of like how I, I I see i i
0: you know but yeah love will not always be <laughs> because you know you may think oh love, yeah I just choose I just it it it, it, it takes it takes a struggle you know. Cause you have to go through all your emotions, all your hurts, and all like bring it all together. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah, but yep. Yeah. go ahead. I was going to say that you know,
1: given the combination of the word sacrifice and choices, you already know it's not easy.
0: You have to be willing to put in the work to attain that place of love. And once you get there, I don't know if they. they just, once you get there, I don't think you would you be in a place of like struggle it will become easier you know because you know all your strength you gather all the strengths all the tools and it's just you just being there earnestly for the person sacrifice and getting to know the person because you have to know the person because even with jesus when you say we love jesus if you love someone you put in the time you yeah. put in the hours of knowing the person you put in the hours of like trying to be there for the person understand the person so love comes with a commitment if there's no commitment think it's difficult to attain the place of love. Yeah,
2: which which is also one of the um the ten commandments of loving your neighbor just as yourself. How do you love? Like you spend time with them. Um you just uh, be there for them like emotionally, physically, just like in any any way you can um uh, like And discipline them too. Yeah, that's also love. It's got tough love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Tough love. Um and then one verse that I was gonna share that kind of just helped me renew my mind on On kind of the pain I felt from just growing up was um, Matthew uh, 12 uh, 50, but also just like um, just a good explanation of um, it's our responsibility for us, if we're in the body, to serve the other people in the church and also to mentor the young people in the church, right? Mm -hmm. Like if if you're capable enough, serve. And if you, um, same thing, people, you know, like go and mentor the young ones who need uh, this help and, and like all these
0: resources. Oh, that's good. Yeah, And love just brings growth. You no, know? it brings harmony. It brings um, patience. It brings, because with love, it just opens a lot of doors. Because even God says like, um, his glory is shown to people that like have love, you know, because he doesn't want you to show something and He knows that you won't be able to love someone enough to transfer their glory so it won't come upon you once until you reach the place of love that you can do anything for your neighbor. That's how you experience God's glory and God's power and God's you know love on you once you be at that place of giving yourself for others. Yeah, and I kind of... Oh, no, no, you're good.
3: I kind of wanted to share this um verse here. Um with everyone i guess you know we've kind of touched on like you know the god of love uh, i mean the love of god and uh um we spoke a little bit about um the different the different you know kind of loves right you know you mentioned them there um i think for 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 someone you know for someone listening to this who's just you know been struggling to love uh more specifically god you know um and wondering uh, if they even love God. Maybe, maybe somebody who loves God and they don't know that they love God. You know, um, they just think, "Well, maybe I'm not doing enough" or, or something like that. And I just wanna, I wanna, you know, just read a scripture of encouragement um, to this. Can you know you can kind of check yourself uh, with this. Um, so in John 14, it says, uh, John 14:21, Jesus speaking with his disciples, he says. He who has my commands and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. This is uh, the New King James. I wanted to bring the ERV to uh, just to bring a little understanding here. It says, those who really love me are the ones who not only know my commands, but also obey them. My father will love such people and I will love them. I will make myself known to them in other words reveal myself to them if you go skip 22 go to 23 it says Jesus answered all who love me will obey my teaching my father will love them my father and I will come to them and I live with them um, and this promise you know is for those who love God right it's- and he's telling you, you love me by keeping my commands, you know, not just knowing them, but like you obey them, you know, you are keeping them, um, and because you do that, I'm gonna reveal myself to you, right? I will reveal myself to you. In fact, matter of fact, my father will love you, and me, and my father, we will come and dwell with you. So now, for these particular type of people, right, that we're talking about here. Not only do do they receive the Holy Spirit, but they receive the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Correct. You know, so I thought that 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 was a really good um uh, verse for me. Um, that kind of put me back in check, right? It's like yes. you we go out there and we say we love God, but like you love we're showing something different from yeah, me. yeah. But you love God by keeping His commandments. So if you are gonna talk the talk, you gotta walk the walk.
0: Right. So yeah, just to close it off, uh, the Bible also says in First Corinthians sixteen fourteen, let all that you do be done in love, mm-hmm. and it also goes further in um, uh, I think John it says that love covers all sin, mm-hmm. and it even says uh, in Proverbs that um hatred says abstract, but love covers all of like offenses, and just love is the basis of like you know being being the a good example of God being an example of Jesus is you start off by loving others. You start off by love. You know it starts I'm just treating the love you give. Yeah, it starts. It doesn't have. You don't have to forage because you can love someone who's far if you don't love the person who's right next to you. Yeah, no, if okay. you want to know how to start loving, start by the person who's right next to you. Yeah, your neighbors. Yeah, your neighbors. Even if it's someone that you know has done wrong, they say you 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 beat evil by doing good. So if someone shows hate to you or someone doesn't show love to you, for you to beat that, you got to show them love. That's how it is. If you try to go the other route, it will never work. Yeah. Start off by loving that person. Be like, okay, this person is doing this to me, but let me let me show this person how I would want him to treat me by doing good to that person. And, you know, just going on, love, as the Bible also says in 1 Corinthians that so now faith, hope, and love abides. But the three, the greatest out of all three is love. Mm. Love is the greatest tool that, even the gospel in itself, it's based of love. Correct. God came and died for us, love. You know, you got to love others before you. You got to love others because he loved us first. That's John 1, uh, 1 John four nineteen. 19. So uh, what was that verse you first read? Was it
2: Romans uh, 10? Which one? The the first one you, you referenced to, I just wanted to be sure because I think I misspoke the verse I was trying to quote earlier. And I think that was what you said. Oh. Um, when I talked about like serving, like, you know, young people or like oh, old people. Um, but what I was trying to reference was Romans 12, mm-hmm. um, verse 10, which I'll just quickly read. Um, it says, Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. And the last one says, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality.
1: Thank you. So, yeah, make sure, make sure you send me that.
0: Yes, I will. So, yeah, that's it, man. Like, gotta love for you to heal, love, you know, everything that you do. The Bible says, do it with love. And you know love could go like it brings up a, a broad topic we could talk about this hours and hours but as you know to leave you guys just remember that god loves you and there's nothing you can do about it See you next time peace